Tales from Black Sand Beach is not for the cowardly, not for the children who scare easily, not for the people who want sweet tales of friendly bunnies and fluffy kittens. These are stories of ghosts and nightmares for the brave and the curious out there. For years I'd heard stories about the beach at the edge of the world, the place where the darkness was seeping through, but I'd never really believed it. Then, while researching migration patterns of sheep in a far-off country that I can't remember the name of for my next comic series, I discovered something far stranger than anything I'd ever heard. After a night of fever dreams and weak old chicken wings, I awoke outside an abandoned lighthouse, with nothing on my person but my phone, my keys, my wallet, my passport, some gum, some other keys, assorted detritus from my childhood bedroom that seemed to follow and haunt me no matter how many times I threw it away, and, of course, a cardboard box, stuffed with dictaphone tapes, each containing a story from the mysterious Black Sand Beach. Welcome to another episode of Tales from Black Sand Beach. I'm your host, Richard Fairgray, and this week we'll be listening to another tape left by that unknown journalist from an unknown time, found in an unknown box outside an unknown lighthouse, by me, your unknown host. This week's story is all about love and the sacrifices you'll make for that love, and what you're willing to give up of yourself as you carve your name into a tree. For as long as there's been trees to kiss under, and couples who take knives on dates, people have been carving love hearts with their initials in them into bark. It is a strange custom, but a sweet one. It's funny how customs can be so regional, so easily misinterpreted by a specific locale. I use, as an example, the way my mother would eat corn by shoving each end of a cob into her gaping maw rather than attacking it side on. She missed out on the entire middle third of each serving. The part, some would argue, was also the juiciest, but when confronted with things like corn cob holders and, well, logic, my mother would shrug and say, well, that was simply the way they did it where she was from. The same confusion seems to have taken hold of Black Sand Beach, where instead of couples carving their initials into trees, it's the lonely people who do it. Not trees, but one tree in particular, a gnarled, thick-trunked beast of a tree that towers over all the others at the edge of the woods. I tried to get some clarification on the phenomenon by asking an unassuming local about it, a waitress by the name of uh, Margie, who I met for the first time today. Oh, come on now, Shug. You must have heard of that one before. Where you been living? Under a sock? Another misunderstanding, I guess. There's not a lot of people in a little place like this. Not everyone's going to be able to find their perfect match. So we settle. We give our hearts to the place instead. We follow the echo in our heads till we find that big old tree, and we carve our initials and a heart. It's just a silly tradition, but it's nice to know you can still give love, even if no one's given it back. I asked her one more question. I asked if she had given her heart to the tree. Oh, you big flirt. No. I'm still holding out hope that I might find someone. But he better act fast, or I might just have to give up like everyone else and go make my mark in the bark. I sensed that she was flirting with me, and I wanted to maintain a professional distance. So I left her no tip, and I got out of there. It's fine. I'm sure that our paths will never cross again. I went down to the woods to listen for, uh, I don't know what, but I heard it. There's this rhythmic drumming that seemed to echo from the trees. Da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. Like, I don't want to say it, but it's, it's like a heartbeat. So I ventured into the woods, I followed the sound, and there it was, this enormous tree with hundreds of hearts carved into the trunk, stretching far out of sight into the branches above, each heart with just a single set of initials. I've been here a long time, and it does get lonely, and part of me was tempted to carve my own initials in. 
I took one of my knives out of the pocket on my slacks and I pressed it to the trunk. And the whole tree seemed to be pulsing. Da-dum. 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 I jammed the knife into the tree and I watched as a thick, red liquid began to ooze out. I haven't had time to look into it yet, but I will bet I know exactly what's inside that tree. Uh, I'm also willing to bet every person who gave it their heart was found with no pulse the next morning. If only a coroner had thought to check, because I'm sure that no pulse means no heart inside the corpse. So, what do we think was going on there? Was the tree really taking people's hearts the night after they carved their initials into its trunk? Was it payback for the horrible stab wounds they were inflicting upon it? I mean, I know if someone carved their initials into my skin, I'd want revenge. Or was it something more mundane? Was someone just waiting in the woods and watching, seeing who carved their names into that tree, and then following them home, slicing open their chest in their sleep and taking the heart out themselves? Or did the unknown journalist simply not know what sap looked like? Maybe we'll never know. But we're certainly uncovering more mysteries than we're solving here at Tales from Black Sand Beach. For more scary stories like this, check out the graphic novel series Black Sand Beach from Pixel and Ink Books, available now wherever good books are sold. In this week's episode, you heard the voices of Joe and Rebecca Slepsky, music and production by Alexander Burke, written and narrated by Richard Fairgray. That's me. 